This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. A bomb got sent to Joe Biden? Yep. He's got to be thinking, somebody thinks I'm important enough to send a bomb to. Appreciate your toe. Live from Studio C. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. That's right. And today on a Thursday, Little Friday, time to get the party started. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Americans. Americans. One people coming together to not mail bombs to each other. Yeah. Well. One whack job. Does that mean anything? Does that mean anything? Yeah, Did you make any, draw any, uh, you do, do you do any extrapolating from one nut job? No, but there have been many nut jobs. This is just the latest in the long line. Lately. Well, what do you picture this person looking at like if you got to, uh, you got to nail it down today? Jack, it's too early in my investigation to leap to any conclusions. <laughs> well, but I'm asking you to leap to conclusions. I will not. You, okay. you can't make me. Weird old guy. Old guy, yeah, weird old guy, weird old white guy, some sort of facial hair, 68. I'm, I'm not going to go so far that he's actually wearing a MAGA hat, but I would tend to believe that he's uh, that direction. But his 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 uh, thoughts are so all over the place, my guess would be, when we look at his Facebook page and manifestos, that it's hard to nail down exactly what he is. Mm, yeah, although I'm still not entirely sure what's going on here. Yeah, well, there are a is. number of questions to answer. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, so we'll be updating you on that story all morning long. We're going to talk to an expert on uh, crime and that sort of thing and trying to figure out. You know, we get, it, we get mail sometimes. <clears throat> we get mail from crazy people. And we, we've talked about the crazy writing. You can get an envelope, look at it immediately. Okay, that's from a crazy person. Yep. I mean, you just get used to what, what it looks like. So people who do this for a living, they, they can pick up things from years of experience with that also. Why is overpostage such a common characteristic of the mail from the crazy? You know, I including heard, to us. You know, I heard about that yeah. yesterday. It was it had, had too much postage, which is a sign of the mentally ill. And I thought, right. I, I always do that. If I'm mailing anything other than just a piece of paper, I always put way too many stamps on there because I, I think I think enough has been said. I just yes. don't want to have to deal with it. It costs me seventy cents or whatever, so I'll put an extra stamp or two on there. According to your dog, who's telling you what to do? <laughs> so over postage is something I do all the time. Wow. Well, mm. 
Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. I'm picturing this suspect like Ted Kaczynski, maybe a cabin in the woods or something like that, and he's putting these pipe bombs together wearing a Jim Stockdale for Vice President t-shirt as he just sits there mumbling to himself, you know, as an old man. Ah, the Admiral. He was a good man. Yeah, I mean, you know, he has old political stuff, I mean, from way back in the day. And and listen here. Listen now. I know a lot of you are thinking this could be a false flag thing. Uh, there was a couple of those lately that uh, remember when remember when the the was it the Jewish community centers? I live in the were town. Bomb threats. And yeah. it was from a guy who was mad at his girlfriend who broke up with him and she was right. Jewish or something. Yeah, I live near a town where a, where a, a Muslim woman was putting bacon on the handles of the mosque. Right. So, yeah, super yeah, you never woman. And, and we bring you stories of fake racist incidents all the time here on the Armstrong and Getty Show. On the other hand, the one thing that convinced me that this one, well, it didn't convince me. It made me think this is probably not a double reverse, the old false flag operation, was De Niro. I mean, that one's just too obscure. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, Robert De Niro is an annoying progressive. Having dealt with the fringes on both sides in this job for a long time, I'm feeling like it's a right-wing weirdo in this case. Yeah. Um, No, I don't have any proof of that. Um, There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I would like to present to the court Exhibit A. I'm guessing this is uh, something from my my year in first grade. That's very cute. Uh, I was hanging out with the with the mother yesterday and going through some old stuff and stumbled across this so uh, Sean just book style uh, grade school project. Right. I have a first grader and a third grader, so I recognize this sort of thing, although not the subject. Right. As uh, Sean just handed to me, like a little book that you'd be you would make in school, but it's got on the cover Abraham Lincoln. So they Charming. had you do a little project on Abraham Lincoln. Yes, and uh, I, I cover all the, the big parts of his life. I don't know if you want to uh, jump ahead to the end, but you know I really get down to, well, I use blunt terms. <laughs> you know how it ends? Oh, yeah. Let yeah. me check and see how oh, it ends. Oh, you know, just, just do and the old thing where you read the last sentence of the book. And we'll get to why we're talking about this in a second, but um, Abraham Lincoln became the president. <laughs> Here's the ending. You ready for the ending? Oh, okay. Abraham Lincoln became the president. He got shot. Wow. <laughs> You know what? You know. you know what? That's good reporting. <laughs> Where's the lie? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wonder what happened there. If you want some sort of fleshed out two-page version of his life, find it. So the reason I bring that up is because I know of a grade schooler uh, who knows all about Cesar Chavez, but had never heard of Thomas Jefferson, has never studied George Washington. I don't remember if they talked about Abraham Lincoln or not. Um, but and I just was horrified by that. And it looks like Sean, not that many years ago, because mm. Sean's pretty young. Yeah, this would have been in the 80s. Studied Abraham Lincoln. But that's how quickly education has changed, at least in parts of the country. Right. Of yeah. what you emphasize. Yeah, completely twisted Looney Tunes lost their minds part of the country. Yes. Got the um, whole he lived in a cabin thing. I mean, I cover it all. <laughs> he became the president. He got shot. Well, that's a good ending. 
You know, there's a little stuff in between, but uh, it's a long time ago. There is uh, Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing all right. My personal uh, journey of growth and patience and willingness to wait continues. There was no big winner in last night's Powerball drawing. That's country full of losers. That means Saturday's jackpot is expected to be around $750 million, and that means I must make yet another investment. I was kind of hoping we'd wrap this up this week, but so far, Mega Millions is taken care of, but Powerball is not. So you've probably thrown out a fair amount of money in the last week or so it's on It's been uh, about 100, 110, yeah. yeah, yeah is there yeah. any chance the lotteries, the big lotteries, are jerking us all around to yes. get more attention? Yeah, that's what I would, I'm insinuating. <laughs> I would agree. There was a lottery. They, they yep. cheated us. That's yeah. the headline of my story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're jerking this around, not having winners till they get big enough. Uh, pots that everybody's buying tickets and it's getting talked about all the time. Why would I think that any government-run institution isn't <laughs> jerking things around for to get more money out of people? Well, sure it is. Sure it is. And then it gives a, a pittance to education that is then removed from education's budget and put in the general fund or however that works. I know right. it's a sleight of hand thing, and it's all that's all very untoward. But well, that'd be quite the scandal, though. That'd be quite the scandal if anybody uh, figured that out. What? If the, if they're not picking winning numbers or ignoring winning numbers or anything like that oh, to continue the right. uh, the pots. No, they didn't need to. They didn't need to. They used mathematics. They had just mm. added a number. Sure. No. Oh, they sure. added one more number. They made it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably true. They yeah. probably thought, you know, we'll almost, we won't get a winner until it gets to this amount most of the time. Right. Yeah. That, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Thursday. It's Rocktober 25th, the year 2018. <laughs> we are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. One, 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 one correction. I'm not. Probably right. <laughs> Let's begin the show now, officially. <laughs> he became president. He got shot. That is right. Let's begin the show, officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here it comes at Mark. More broadly, there's much we can do to bring our nation together. For example, those engaged in the political arena must stop treating political opponents as being morally defective. Just a quick note uh, from the private mind, the mental locker of Joe Getty. I have never hated cable news more than I hate it today. Wow, that's uh, that's something. Come for the idiotic speculation. Stay for the partisanship. uh, You know, and and then truly enjoy the inaccuracy. Yeah, that's a landmark day right there. Your cable news hatred is usually redlining at at 11 already. Oh, oh, I wake up annoyed at cable news. It, I, I was in the mood to listen to music um, because, you know, after I hear the stories, I've got a reasonably long commute. After I hear all the stories three times, I'm like, that's ah, fine. Let's put on Sinatra, the old stuff. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Tony Bennett. When people had class. Sammy Davis Jr. When people had class. Right. When they wore a tuxedo to sing to you. Not like <laughs> these kids in their T-shirts. <laughs> But I wanted to listen to music, but it was such a horror show, I couldn't turn it off. It was so... CNN, has, I don't know, been emboldened by their victim status. They were out of their minds this morning. Okay. I'll tell you more about it. Yeah, I want to hear about that. What are our other headlines? Marshall Phillips. Yeah, we got more bombs turning up. One addressed to Joe Biden, the other sent actor Robert De Niro. We're going to get into this continuing story. We got a suit filed against the Vatican in the expanding child abuse scandal. 
And Megyn Kelly may be out at NBC. What yeah. did she say? We haven't covered that controversy. We should probably get into it. Oh, it's good and stupid. Well, I think NBC might have been looking for an excuse to dump her, and now they can say, uh, yeah, she's a racist or something, and so we'll get into that later. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. Covers a lot of ground. Cool. You need to cover a lot of ground. Uh, stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Luck led a gentleman. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. How nice a dame you can be. By the way, uh, Positive Sean's Abraham Lincoln book from first grade is uh, at the website armstrongandgetty.com if you want to check it out. I'm hearing it compared favorably to Sandberg's Lincoln. Yeah, exactly. David Herbert Donald's book or some of the great is. biographies. Exactly. Um, they don't and this know. one's a hell of a lot shorter, too. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one? It was two 1,500-page volumes? Ooh, too much. The um, uh, and then Lincoln had some toast. It was kind of crispy. <laughs> and had a little butter on it, but not a lot, just a little, because butter's nice. No, stop it! They don't know yet who the mad bomber is, or do you call him a bomber if nothing's blown up? I, you know, there are multiple layers to pick apart before you can even describe this. Okay, we'll let you uh, do that. You start with the device. Many questions. Yep. The device is. Then the motivations, then the person, then there's just there's. Is there a, lot a letter it. or anything? Is there any? Is there any information like I'm going to blow you up because or not that has been disclosed by the authorities? So I we're have not heard that anywhere. So we're assuming it's meant to be a bomb because it looks kind of like a bomb. Oh yeah, in fact, it looks almost cartoonishly like a bomb okay. according to some experts. Gotcha. Yeah, mailbag. And we will get to our analysis of the big story of the day in, in only moments. You're mailing this to me. I don't see anybody else here. That's the Robert De Niro bomb. I get it. Thank it's you. It's good. It's very good. Not as good as Sean's book about Lincoln, but good. So here's David in beautiful Umpqua, Oregon, uh, a frequent correspondent. Because don't all we don't all of us need this right now? Guy's a joke. A clean joke you could even tell your mom. There you go. A joke, everybody. It's from uh, David's daughter. Moses was the first man to have a tablet and download from the cloud. Hey, now, that's pretty funny. That's nice. That's a good. That's a reference to the good book there, yeah. Jack. Um, so, speaking of jokes, I got from my kids at a joke shop the other day the classic ice cube with a fly in it. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, my God, did they enjoy that. Wow. I set it up with Mom ahead of time properly, and uh, she reacted horrified, and oh, they just, oh, Oh, it was the greatest thing that had ever happened to them. <laughs> Surely he got a little fake poo. Uh, yeah, I got some fake poo. I got the uh, fly in the, uh, and then I had some fake vomit. We yes. also utilized. Fabulous. Yeah. The starter pack. Yeah, good stuff. Did Fabulous. you get the whoopee cushion? We The whoopee cushions are no good anymore. They're made in China. They last one time and they rupture. Oh, no. Every kid in grade school is having the same problem. Wow, wow. Every American who's ever made a fake flatulence noise for the last 250 years is heartbroken to hear that. Trump needs to make whoopee cushions good again by making them in America. Right. Good, thick rubber. Let's see, moving along on the topic of the uh, Clinton uh, bomb. False alarm, the box containing the bomb actually contained all the unsold copies of her book. What happened? 
You know. Uh, it's Eric, I think it's too early for jokes. Really is. That's a little insensitive of you. Let's let the investigation proceed. Russians, writes Alex. Remember about a week ago, a white powder was sent to Ted Cruz in the Pentagon. Looked like a lefty must have done it. With the pace of our news cycle, it's already out of the loop and forgotten by a lot of people. And now these suspicious packages being sent to progressives, it looks like it's from a crazy right winger. The hardcore on each side will remember both of these events and it will just further set them against each other. I think this was a really well played move on the part of the Russians. Um, it certainly would be. He signs off VHMMP. Vlad has made me paranoid. <laughs> you know, I didn't think of it, but I'm not very smart, so you can't use me as a standard. Um, but but the, obviously a good idea. How in the world would Putin, somebody in his organization, not say, you know, I could mail some baking soda to a controversial politician. No return address. Right. Hey, yeah, obviously that's Let's a good idea. Let's make think they're trying to kill each other. Yeah. Yeah, let's up the ante a little bit, Vlad. I like it. Da. Let's see. Guys, long-time listener, wondering if you're going to touch upon the upcoming proposition in California repealing the gas tax and the deceptive way it's being presented on the ballot. First of all, yes, absolutely we are. Um, but the it, it well, so it it um it repeals the gas tax, the recent gas tax which was jammed through the legislature. And here's how the official ballot reads. Eliminate certain road repair and transportation funding. Wow. Require certain fuel taxes and vehicle fees be approved by the electorate. Initiative constitutional amendment. You would only write it that way if you were trying to hide what it was about. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely shameless uh, twisting of the reality. Uh, And Anne believes... That if this repeal doesn't happen, it's my opinion it gives a solid green light to further taxation across the board. It will send a confirmation to Sacramento that California voters are the most brain-dead voters in the country. The reason it should get national attention is the biggest gas tax hike at one time in our nation's history by a lot. And they came up with the clever maneuver of having it hit right at the point when gas always goes down. During the year, right. so that people wouldn't notice it really. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of around for a while before people even noticed it. it was very before they felt it. Very duplicitous. A lot of people like to mention that it hits the poor hardest. Yeah. True, that's uh, that's yeah, very we're, true. We're, we're absolutely on that, um, and we'll 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 stay on it. That 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 is very true. I mean, if you if you believe in progressive taxes and the the left really does, you know, it's the rich. The rich got to pay their fair share. I got to tell you, my state in life right now, gas going up has no effect on me whatsoever. No, I don't care. I hardly notice. People people struggling to get by like I was when I was younger, that's a huge deal. Right, right. And this is uh, for a government that already squanders zillions of dollars on, for instance, idiot bullet trains, then sticks it to the poor because they need the money to spread to their cronies, to the public employee unions in particular. But, you know, the electorate in California is utterly, utterly out of touch and they don't vote so you know the union members all show up and vote um which is fine i don't dislike union members i don't even dislike unions i just dislike unions or anybody else that has uh disproportionate power over our government and And it's a long long list and did we leave out the fact and this happens all over the country the greatest claim for raising taxes is always the roads or the schools right and and the money always ends up going to something else and then they come back a year or two later and say we need to fix the roads i thought you were going to do that last year well we need good roads and our schools are crumbling and unfortunately the the Mm. populace goes for it 
We received quite a number of emails on the Catholic Church sex scandal, and I have a stack of them yeah. over here. We'll feature them later, but yeah, I want to this talk one about that. from uh, Michael: "Abstinence makes the church grow fondlers." <sighs> well, that's a pretty clever phrase. I believe that's uh, yes. Is that the reason? Well, there might be a number of reasons for the Catholic Church being the way it is. We'll get into all of them. Some of them are pretty controversial, no doubt. Marshall's news on the way in the Armstrong and Getty Show. So much news all the time. It was two days ago when people were having the conversations about the polls in the midterm election, which is less than two weeks away and everything like that. But, you know, there could be a couple of news stories between now and then. Are you kidding? If we got 12 days, we're going to have 15 news stories that could affect the election. This one, this one being one of them, obviously. And each one of them more divisive than the uh-huh, last, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. News now with Marsha Phillips. Yeah, we're talking about more bombs. FBI agents investigating a U.S. Postal Service facility in Delaware as the case of mail bombs being sent to prominent Democrats appears to be spreading. There are reports a suspicious package addressed to former Vice President Senate and uh, Senator Joe Biden has now been found. And earlier this morning, another package addressed to actor and Trump critic Robert De Niro was found in Lower Manhattan right near his restaurant. This- you know, I've got to jump in here. Um, to describe it as a bomb makes a leap that it was ever designed or intended to explode. It could They could be fake bombs, devices intended to look like bombs, you know? Right. And it's just, it's not clear what these devices were, what the intent was at all. So are yeah. pictures out of the supposed bombs? I mean, one I saw a picture yesterday. CNN. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if that was real or not. Yeah. Yeah, that was from CNN. Okay. The one they found in their newsroom. President Trump addressing the issue at the White House, promising a full investigation, and he decried the threat of physical violence at a campaign rally last night in Wisconsin. No nation can succeed that tolerates violence or the threat of violence as a method of political intimidation, coercion, or control. We all know that. The president outlining ways to help bring about unity. For example, those engaged in the political arena must stop treating political opponents as being morally defective. Have to do that. And, you know. The language of moral condemnation and destructive routine These are arguments and disagreements that have to stop. And so, of course, you can imagine how the Trump-hating media reacted to that. And then the uh, the other side of the media points out... the the former attorney general saying when they go when they go low we kick them or Hillary Clinton said this is no time to be civil and right you know so like we'll Sean civility after we win like Sean brought up yesterday each side can say yeah but you did this yeah but you did this and you keep going further back and they, I don't know. what the hell's the point they, well the only way to stop it is to have everybody agree this is ridiculous and stop the other aspect of the Trump rally that's getting some attention from last night was the fact that he stuck to his teleprompter almost exclusively which is weird. And I thought, wow, that must have been kind of a subdued, not uh, not as Trumpian, uh, you know, event. But then we got this note from uh, Derek. 
Uh, guys, since you already have a national show, I figured I'd chime in on the rally happening 20 miles to my north in Mosinee, Wisconsin. I'm a libertarian, not a huge fan of President Trump. I've never bothered to watch any of the rallies until tonight, and good lord is he good at these. Oh, yeah. Half of what he says might be complete bullspit, but he sounds like he believes it, and the 15,000-ish there sound excited. And we need this to reflect that. This man is P.T. Barnum of politics. We need to reflect that when we're playing clips from the rallies. He goes out like a rock star. People go crazy. They love him. Yeah. The media, particularly the media that hates Trump, only picks out the stuff that they can mostly pick on, but it, it gives you... An, uh, it doesn't give you a view of what these rallies are like. He is so freaking popular with these big crowds. Yeah. You guys want to hear him uh, being happy that he's that he's sticking to the script? Yeah, that's pretty funny. And by the way, do you see how nice I'm behaving tonight? This is like, have you ever seen this? We're all behaving very well. And hopefully we can keep it that way, right? <laughs> That's he's so strange. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. In other news, two sexual abuse survivors are suing the Vatican for allegedly failing to prevent and covering up the abuse of them and others as children by priests. The survivors announcing in San Francisco they were abused as kids by Catholic priests who were suspected or should have been suspected to be molesters, but were allowed to remain in contact with young people. I believe the two steps in this case will be open and shut. A Catholic church clearly guilty. Now, whether the in the same, particulars or in the ways that the lawsuit says specifically, I haven't looked yeah, at the it. The same but. people brought a lawsuit before, and it, did, it didn't make it. But now, mm. you know, the, the hashtag MeToo era is different, as we all know. Right. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that makes any difference. Suing the Vatican, is that in our court, an international court, at least court? How we does that work? ask the uh, lead attorney in the case when we talk to him at the beginning right. of the award-winning fourth hour of the show. You don't get the fourth hour, grab the podcast and weep bitter tears of disappointment at your misfortune. What do the podcasts cost? Nothing, because we're stupid. Because we're stupid. There are reports that Megyn Kelly's show on NBC is ending. CNN Business is reporting that negotiations on an end date are currently underway. Her remarks about blackface Halloween costumes raising concerns about her future at NBC. On the Megyn Kelly Today Show Tuesday, Kelly said it was okay when she was growing up for white people to dress up as black characters and questioned why the use of blackface on Halloween was now inappropriate. Her show has not drawn the ratings executives were hoping for when they signed her away from Fox for an estimated $69 million, and this may be used as a reason to move her on to other duties at the network. It was six, bye bye. It was sixty nine million. <laughs> Signed, Elon Musk. I want to play what she said and then her uh, her apology and stuff later, and uh, and parse it and break it down. I do think this is an excuse to get rid of her because her oh, clearly her ratings have been terrible and she's never fit in and always looked weird there. I'm not a Megyn Kelly fan, so she's got more money than she and the next eight generations of her family could spend at this point. So she'll be fine. Plus I like when people who got paid like a hundred million dollars right. for something lose their jobs. Ooh, controversy! Plus she's got blood a... coming out of her eyes and her ears, and <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, you know what? Pay me sixty-nine million dollars, then fire me, and see how upset I get. <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this today. <laughs> oh no, I got fired. Red Sox halfway to the World Series championship, powered by the bat of JD Martinez. Swinging a looper to right field, sinking fast. It gets down for a base hit. Mookie scores. Here Scores two, hot to third, Pierce, four, two, Red Sox. 
Sox beating the Dodgers 4-2 in Game 2 at Fenway last night. L.A.'s going to host Game 3 on Friday. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. That's a bald eagle right there, symbolizing freedom, which we still have in America. National bird. Mm-hmm. Heart swells with pride every time I glance over there and see him chained in the control room. Is that is that why your heart is swelling? That's right. <laughs> that and the cholesterol. Yeah. We're going to talk to an expert in terrorism and, and analyzing things like these bomb wannabes that have been mailed around. Uh, coming up a little bit later in the program. Oh yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of great stuff to get to today. It's going to take all of our meager skills. I want to hear all those Catholic Church emails. Sure, I certainly have strong opinions on that. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. The nation. In the world of television and radio, this is called uh, HD time, high demand time, because all the political ads, I don't know why you'd run a political ad on television. Uh, Radio is so much more impactful, as everybody knows. People hear the words. They process the ideas on the radio. TV, just look at the pictures. Look at them pictures. The reason I only listen to radio and don't watch television, I find the pictures distracting. Right. Um... But uh, so there's lots of ads we have to run, and the people who really spend the money get the ads uh, in prime positions like this one. We have to run this ad. I'm Positive Sean, and I approve of this message. Joe Getty wants your vote, but does he deserve it? It's about I'm the rootinist. <laughs> the rootinist. Candidate in Alabama. Just listen to his thoughts on our friendly neighbors to the north. Now, I've called for war over Canadian belligerents. How can a grown man who relaxes like this be trusted? Nothing relaxes me better than a smoke and a breastfeed. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the class? Because I'd rather be a male prostitute. Oh, is that all, Joe? Like Poplowski, I'm strapped nasty. I don't even know what that means. Sure, he talks a good game. But how does he act? I don't think my bladder is manualiness. <laughs> Would you trust a man who does this with your best interests? Whap! 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 Whoom! Whoom! Vote positive. <laughs> Was is this on my schnitzel? Paid for by the Positive Sean Super Pack. <laughs> oh my! Who was that maniac? That's no less misleading than most political ads. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He no. voted against air for babies. Right. I voted against an early version of the bill because it didn't make any sense. You're against air for babies. <laughs> <laughs> and if that had been on TV, you would have been in black and white, not a focus, oh, walking yeah. slowly. <laughs> Looking back at the camera. <laughs> the, the, the pictures are still, but the camera's moving across the picture. <laughs> right, exactly, because I, I float like some sort of specter. <laughs> I tell you what, speaking of Spectre, CNN is absolutely outdoing itself uh, in this bomb, uh, these uh, suspicious devices coverage story. I was listening yesterday afternoon, and Wolf Blitzer, who, who is, uh, it would be generous to call him a halfwit. I'm told he's a very nice man, uh, but he uh, he has the the intelligence of the the very animal he resembles so closely, and that is the sheep. Um, he uh, he was on there, and and they had their extra serious. 
extra important voice going because they were on the list of device recipients. And I, I would never suggest that, that they were connected to this, so don't misinterpret this. Don't, don't leap to some sort of bizarro conclusion like uh, that, that incredibly irresponsible ad just did. Um, it was a fabulous publicity uh, moment for CNN. I thought, wow, I wonder what CNN's saying. So I tuned in. And so it was a big moment for them. For the uh, first time, I'm guessing, in quite a while. Well, yeah, I flipped to them because it's, uh, it's fun to hear how unhinged they are sometimes. I forget CNN exists. Really? Yeah. So anyway, uh, they, were, they were going wild uh, about it, as you might expect. But Wolf Blitzer says, and I quote roughly, and I should have gotten the tape. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't. But he said, the one thing we know for certain is that these bombs could have killed many people. That they were intended to cause harm and pain and kill and injure as many people as possible. And I was like, wait wait a minute, Wolf. Even you guys just had an expert on who was saying it's not clear whether these things were designed to go off or not. And, and here he is saying the one thing that's clear is they were designed to kill many people and many people could have been hurt. Well, not if they're inert. Not if they were not designed to go off. So, all right, that's one the one example. And then this morning, their anchorette, who has been hired to be a... You remember when Megyn Kelly was on Fox, when she was the blonde-haired... With blood con- coming out of her, whatever. Right. The blonde-haired conservative she-wolf. The, the, the snarling, snapping, super-intelligent gal, pretty gal who'd get you. Well, Shut up, Meg. CNN's got one of those in the morning. I don't remember what her name is, but she was on this morning... And, uh, and they talked to somebody or other, and uh, they talked about the Trump rally, and she said, and I would like to know why the Department of Homeland Security sits idle. On a cabinet level, the Trump administration not taking this seriously. Where is the Department of Homeland Security? And she was really prosecuting the case. And uh, I, won't, I won't tell you what I was thinking, because it would steal the thunder of the response. But after the commercial break, they come back with a former FBI counterterrorism guy. And he says, hey, first of all, for what it's worth, the the FBI is all over this. The Joint Terrorism Task Force is all over this. That is the Department of Homeland Security. And meaning, like, what are you talking about? And the co-anchor says, good, good. We're glad to hear that. That's good. As if... His co-host had just moments ago stated that they weren't. No, we're happy. That's good. I'm glad. We're with you on that. I mean, they're just utterly irresponsible. That's pretty weak. Matt Taibbi of the Rolling Stone, who is a very snarky millennial sort of reporter, um, who hates Trump, by the way. I mean, he, he, he really hates Trump. And he's written some things about Trump that I think were incredibly unfair. But he says this in the Rolling Stone today online. Um, Is it fair to blame Trumpism for these latest explosive devices? The history of terror reporting says to wait a day or two before the facts come out. And one of his paragraphs says, Because of the 24-hour news cycle and our addiction to -to second-to-second updates from reporters, celebrities, and politicians alike on social media, it's almost impossible not to speculate and point fingers right after we hear scary news. This is a form of journalistic malpractice that has gone sideways on more than a few of us in the business over the years. And he's right about that how... Celebrities and politicians start making comments that then get picked up because of the algorithms and the way social media works gets, you know, prominently displayed on Twitter. So, like, if you go, if you just go to, you know, you just Google the shooting, the little Twitter feed there will have a bunch of, of, of much looked at tweets 
that are just the opinions of some people. Sure. But they have some info in it, and you just kind of take away, oh, I heard it was this, or heard it was that, and it might be a tweet from an actress. Well, and then sometimes so-called opinion leaders take what was said and think, you know, that's not quite jazzy enough. I'll just change this word. And then it, it gets to the second generation of really provocative and strong, and those can explode. Even aside from that, you said yesterday, well, I'm not going to react to any of this because the history of this is uh, we get this wrong. And, and, yeah. and Matt Taibbi goes through, going back to Oklahoma City, the first several days of all of these big events in which they often get everything wrong mm-hmm. or a lot of it in, a, in, in great haste to get the information out. Yeah. Yeah. So reacting at all is really irresponsible. Right. Um, it's kind of hard not to because everybody else is. I mean, if we came on the air when this story broke yesterday and said, we're not going to react until tomorrow, we'll talk to you about it tomorrow, you're going to go to another radio station where they're speculating. Well, yeah, we try to react, though, in a responsible way. We don't know what these devices are yet and 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 whether they were intended to explode or not. And we don't know... Uh, and you have to answer that question, honestly, before you even go to the next one. Who is it and what were they thinking? And was it uh, was it a sincere act of uh, terror or 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 uh, bullying by a righty against the lefty? Was it the Ruskies? Uh, the misspellings. I've heard experts say there are a number of misspellings that are rather odd and seem to be the misspell the sort of misspellings you get intentionally. People do that all the time. You've thought of that, haven't you? When you were going to send a set- threatening letter to your boss, you've thought I'd misspell something so because I'm a pretty I'm pretty smart, so they wouldn't think it was. Everybody does that. Everybody does that. So there's some level of belief that okay, this is somebody obviously trying to come off as something they're not. I'm thinking it's a disappointing Yahoo. Like we, if we figured out if it's not the Russians, and that wouldn't surprise me. Um, that seems that that's a good idea. If the Russians haven't done this, they probably should. If I'm on the team Russia, yeah. I mean, geez, how easy is it to sow discord with a couple of envelopes mailed to some people with baking powder in them? I mean, God, how likely is it that Russia is funding various radical groups right now in I the United States? I think almost certain. Yeah, I think it's about a hundred percent. Your Antifa's and. You know, I don't want to name too many groups because a lot of them are righteous in their goals. Um, but if they are hardcore, I'm sure they're getting some Russian funding. A terrorism analyst coming up in a little bit, and we'll talk about, uh, you know, the signs of what this might be, among other things. Um, going to be a pretty jam-packed show today, I think. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.